Well, unlike John and Carl, we are back with episode three of the Batch Bros. Respect the Rose. One guy that knows absolutely too much about this show. One guy that's slowly learning to watch it, whether he likes it or not. The one thing we do have in common, we both respect the Rose. Yeah, welcome back into Batch Bros. Respect the Rose. Eric K. here, David C. to my virtual left or right, whichever way you want to view it mentally, uh, with another episode as the Bachelorette season continues and Katie's search for love continues on. We continue on because we someone needs to respect the Rose. There are too many men on this show not respecting it. We... we there needs to be a couple in this world who still stand up for what the rose represents at least that's what we like to think anyway right yeah i i'm i'm i have a feeling i do it a little bit more than some of these guys on this show that's for darn sure yeah it's not hard you know there's there's a lot of guys or there's they're coming out of the 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 weeds here in terms of guys who who aren't here for the right reasons quote unquote oh i'm gonna get to before we even get into the hashtags of the heart I'm going to hit you right there from the get-go. As the guy that knows absolutely nothing about this show, I'm going to break it to you here. I cracked, and I started to watch the show this week because I was so lost the first two weeks, and all of these names were jumbled in my head. So I watched. In the first 30 minutes of this show, they said, for the right reasons, six times. Is this a thing that happens at this six times they said that yeah it's a mind-numbing amount honestly by the end of it uh you start to you start to realize as you watch enough of these seasons yeah that right for the right reasons i don't even know what it means anymore it's lost all meaning to me it's just a phrase um i i couldn't tell you what even being there for the right reasons i think i i'm getting slowly getting an idea especially with one of the uh the newest villains that pops up in this show yeah, so we'll start there. As as I as always, if you're listening for the first time, thank you and welcome to the show. Uh, if you like this podcast, why don't you do this right after you're done? I want you to go to wherever you're listening to this, Spotify. We're now on Apple Podcasts as well. Congratulations, Eric. Hey, you've got an Apple podcast, the, podcast. The closest I'll get to an Apple product. There you go. So <laughs> good to know. Go there, follow this, subscribe to it, rate it, do all that stuff. And if you have any questions for us, just uh, email us at batchbrospod at gmail.com. If you're not quite sure how to spell that, B-A-C-H-B-R-O-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, all right, it's time to take a look at the hashtags of the heart. This is the part where I just search social media. I did that still just to get reactions this time, even though I did listen and try to watch the show at times. The, the ones that stuck out, obviously are Thomas, Michael, and um, Justin's reactions to stuff. This is phenomenal, and I have a question about that. You had some previous person on this series, her her picture as your banner on Twitter, correct? Yeah, a- Anna Redmond. She, she had some funny faces uh, last season. Last season, so it was, it was not that long ago. Uh, you put a lot of different people on your, uh, on your banner up there, a lot of people that you're really fond of. Um, so my question to you after watching the reactions from Justin, right? It is Justin, correct? Yes. If you, if you had to rate one or the other, who has the better reactions 
and keep in mind, you have a very small sample size from Justin, but man, he gave you a lot to work with in this show. Yeah, I, I, Justin, Justin does give you a lot. Uh, he's very, yeah, he's very animated. For me personally, I like Anna's reactions because she became a little bit of a villain for me on that season because she was just part of the general gossip and bullying that went on in that group. And so she was so confident she was going to get a rose that night and nothing is better. It's like when you shut, shush the crowd, nothing's better than when like the most confident, arrogant human being just gets that like face of, Oh, reality has hit them in the face. And so for that reason, I'm going to go, but Justin, just, I think Justin speaks for all of us. He is all bachelor and bachelorette nation sitting back at home reacting to the ins and outs of just a regular season in this franchise it seemed like everybody's like teaming up is this is this a normal thing on the bachelorette or bachelor as well i mean they were having like group votes they basically called out hey this guy's gotta go and it seems like they're doing that with another individual late in this in this episode yeah usually the guys as a whole i think are more of like a unit than the girls. I feel like, like the girls mentality. are very, yeah, I think it's very much like what you see, I don't know, in high school where the guys are just kind of like broing out and the girls get really clicky and kind of go into their smaller groups. But this more than any group of guys I can remember, they kind of just, they kind of just do it as a group. Props to them though. I think, I think they were the reason they, that Carl left. I think Katie mentioned that she's going to keep Carl around. Yeah until the guys kind of spoke up. So you know what? Props to the guys. They're um, eliminating what I think in, in the past we've seen a lot of the ability of the producers to do producer picks and keep people around who are manipulative or who, who are a villain because I don't think the guys as a group stood up for themselves. Uh, so good on these guys to stand up for themselves because in the, in the, in the just generality, I think they've been in the right most of the time. I think the majority has been in the right most of the time. Maybe you can disagree with me there, but I think at least from what we've seen, anytime the majority votes, it's usually the right thing. Yeah. They're, they're trying to eliminate the, to be honest with you, which you would think a guy is the least likely to get a rose that, like you said, certainly apparently not the case. Are, are you, are you somewhat disappointed? I mean, you spoke so highly of Carl last week on batch bros, respect the rose. Are you disappointed to see him? Uh, have to walk out that door, let the door hit him on the way out. Yeah, not even a little bit. At least he got a little bit of cardio with that shadow boxing in before <laughs> on his way out. I don't remember. Did I was my bold prediction that he would stay or that he wouldn't stay? I want to make one bold prediction. Oh yeah, uh, Carl. Despite everything he's done and all the enemies he's made, will somehow make it past this rose ceremony. Beautiful thing about that is I was going to claim that I was right regardless. Yeah. Because either way he went home in reality (laughs) or Katie was going to keep him. So I'm just going to claim the right, being on the right side of the whole Carl drama regardless. But props to the guys for standing up. Carl was just out of his mind. Carl was talking. That dude talks in the most (laughs) vague sense of anyone that I've ever seen. He talks in a vague sense because he, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody else is going to give him a run for his money. I mean, top, uh, the guy we're, we're mentioning, I just think he changes his story. I don't think he talks in, in vague. I mean, Carl was just vague because I don't think he really knew what he was talking about. And he was just straight lying through his teeth. 
kind of thing. Although the question is, and I refuse to believe it, but you know, it's the question that's going to be brought up naturally is just did Carl really, maybe Carl was onto something, but naturally I feel like maybe when a villain comes up immediately after Carl leaves, was he right? Or was he still just talking out of his, you know what? And he just happened to trip into the correct side of things. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know with Carl. And let, they don't allow people back in, right? That's not how no. this works. Okay. No, for the most part. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Well, we're, we're going to miss you, Carl. Thankfully, somebody else has taken your spot. We're doing hashtags for the heart. We also do the right reasons. And it's essentially, I'm doing the hashtags if you're listening for the first time. I really am very green when it comes to the Bachelorette. So I do the hashtags. Eric basically explains it with the right reasons. And uh, is, are there any topics that you can think of that I didn't necessarily hit? I mean, I know we still have a couple of more segments here. The, the guy who I, I think his time is not made for much longer on this show uh, is Aaron. I think because that dude is, he is too busy playing cop to, to I really think, invest his time in Katie. There, every season, there's multiple people who go home and it's the trend, and yet every year we see people continue to pick up the trend, knowing full well it's going to send them home at some point because just naturally you're not going to build the relationship with the bachelor or bachelorette. And that person is, A, the person who starts drama, a villain. A villain has never won a season, unless you want to count, I guess, Jed to a point because he had a girlfriend the whole time. So you're but calling the most Aaron, part, But Aaron's not a villain, right, yet? No, but this I is know. the second part. Yeah, okay. The second part is the person who's constantly upset with obsessed with calling out yeah. the villains and, and and identifying them and playing the role of the protector. It never works. This and is the that's part, Aaron this year. This is the part where I where actually watching the show comes in handy. Um, so you wouldn't call out a guy that cut into your time in the middle of your conversation during whatever that is. That is a group date, like private time. I don't know what it's called. That, but, but, but that's fine. But – who 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 call every guy who's gotten sent home for being here for shady reasons? I'm not saying it's not right that he's not that he's calling them out. I'm just saying in the end, it, it just comes off as that seems to be whenever Aaron's on the screen, he's calling out somebody for being shady or manipulative. I mean, he's three for three. Yeah, I mean, are you, his radar is on point. I'm not going to argue that. You know, you know, you know. You know how I know that you're right. If uh, if this is the first time you guys are listening to this, I was all aboard Corey, right? That's his name. We lost him uh, too soon. Yeah. I think it was Aaron and Corey. Cody, 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 Cody. I was a big Cody fan and had no problem getting rid of Aaron right away. I've done a complete 180 on this thing. I like Aaron now, so he's probably Gonzo pretty quick. But I I like the fact that he calls this guy out. And partially because I'm I'm not a big fan of Thomas, like ninety percent of the people out there, I would imagine. But but anytime you you spend ninety percent of your airtime calling people out instead of building, it's just natural. Okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna win. You're you're not gonna win. You have you have a certain shelf life, and I think Aaron at some point is gonna reach that shelf life. All right, well, good for see. him for being the guy who stands up for. I mean, he's not wrong in anything he said. Everyone he's called out has been scum. So good for maybe, him. Maybe maybe he knows how to read the room, and maybe that's somebody you want to latch on to. I'm just saying. He'd be a great friend who you lean on for advice. Right. Yeah, maybe, not back, a, yeah. maybe not a great fiancé. Oh, there you go. All right, well. Great older brother figure. Yeah, that you know is going to beat somebody up if you need him to do it. Um, yeah. 
since you talked about winners there, uh, we might as well go right into the rose and thorn of the week. That's the, makes the most sense because I th- have a feeling we're going to spend a little time on this one. I'm going to go ahead and start mine with the rose and obviously the simple one. I mean, if you go to social media, Michael has uh, apparently made some of the greatest television in reality television history and won over everybody's hearts with a very sad story. What were your thoughts on how, I guess he got, I, I, again, I'm not understanding the rose, the middle of the middle of the show rose that he got. I didn't really understand that, but Hey, it worked out for him. He got a night under the stars for every, every, every group date and individual date. There's a rose up for grabs. Okay. The group date, one person will get the group, the group date rose and everyone else is still safe for now, but they just don't get that that instant gratification. And that was on a, on a one-on-one date. You either get a rose or you're going home. That was what the uh, cat man got. He got yeah. in the group date. Yeah, Speaking so of one- which the cat suit is, is the most normal thing that that guy's worn since, since I, I mean, I oh. watched this episode and he had like seven wardrobe changes and just put the cat suit back on. That, that dude needs to find someone to sew some buttons onto his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Right. Him and that other guy, Brennan, I will say this, Brennan, I'm probably just jealous of his hair and all the tattoos, but man, he, he had a look going as well. Yeah. It's always the, I mean, dude, just wear the shirt. Like what's the (laughs) point of buying this shirt if you're not going to wear it? If if half of it's going to, if, if it's not even going to show up on air. Um, Okay. Mine is Hunter just because I'm going to go a little bit different. Hunter stood out in the group date. For obvious reasons, I think our uh, theme of our roses is single dads, because mm-hmm. uh, both of them have both of them have kids. Both of them are single dads for, for different reasons. Hunter divorce, and uh, Michael lost his wife tragically. Uh, but I'm going to go with Hunter as a rose, just to disagree a little bit, or just to have something different. Uh, and also, I think Hunter's done a really good job in terms of balancing we talked about how Aaron I think he's very similar to Aaron though no but he's done a good job I think of balancing it and also building his relationship a lot with Katie yeah I also whereas Aaron I feel like has just been gung-ho on calling out people I think this is the first time we've really really heard Hunter Hunter, Hunter's doing it way more economically Hunter by the way looks like Taylor Lautner from uh, Twilight very Twilight guy he looks he looks like a lot paler like if like if Edward Edward and no not Edward it's it's Taylor Lautner the the, no no but if they if they combine together his pale skin his pale skin with (laughs) with Taylor Lautner's face yeah, I th- it, it looks like they squish Taylor Lautner a little bit too, down a little bit, so he's a little squattier. Oh man, you just had shooting. to go right to the height. No, well, no, Taylor, no, Taylor Lautner's short anyway. Go look it up. I can, I can. He's a little guy. He's tiny. But that's even worse because you're squeezing down Hunter even more. <laughs> I mean, we're not tall guys, so we really can't talk. Yeah, Hunter. Well, I'm, I like I'm the sorry. guy. I like the Nothing guy. Nothing against it. Yeah. Hey, we, we us short people can make fun of each other, right? You're yeah, actually so he, a, a tall guy compared to me, and maybe yeah. even Hunter. What's up, ladies? Six two. If you <laughs> the voice of a six two man right here, and we're gonna roll with that. Okay, so Hunter gets my rose uh, for the week. We'll go right to your thorn. My David. thorn, my thorn, my thorn. I think we all know who the thorn is. Thomas, yeah. Mister Red Flags. Yeah, Mister. I can't answer any question. I've got five million red flags. Show me one of the red flags. Huh? 
oh, but let me tell you about this. I kind of love you. You know, I mean, I'm kind of falling in love. I think, he, I think he, I like he's kind of falling in love, but he also said that he is in love. But he also said that he wants to be the back that he came on wanting <laughs> to be the, the bachelor. Be the bachelor. And that I mean, my friend right there is not being there for the right reasons. Yeah, I got it. I finally figured it out. I can't tell if I respect him or I don't respect him for admitting that. I, I'm I'm lost. I don't respect that him. That was the only time he answered any question. I don't respect him as a person, but also like he's the only person on earth who I think would ever admit that he came on the show with the intent to be yeah. the bachelor. He, he had to tell the truth at some point. I did like the uh, kudos to the people that called him uh, Thomas the train wreck on social media. Big, Ooh, that's a good big, one. I didn't big see, fans of that. I didn't, I didn't see that. I wasn't on social media during the episode. One of the rare times I wasn't on social media during the episode, but that's a good one. Uh, another one before you, you uh, pontificate on why Thomas is your thorn, hopefully, was whenever Katie took Michael on the date and they were on the dune buggy, there was a red flag on the back of the uh, really? dune oh, buggy funny. and somebody circled it and said, I didn't, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know Thomas came out on the date as well or something. Jeez. Solid, um, solid eyes. Catch there. You know what? Thomas is obviously an easy choice. I'm also going to go, I'm going to go with Carl again. I'm hammering <laughs> down Carl. Carl every chance I get. This is my last yeah. chance I get to yeah. just absolutely hammer Carl into the ground. Carl just totally ignoring Katie after he got eliminated. Yeah. It's got to be just one of the one of the like scumbag moves of the year, right there. So even in an episode where he was only there for about five minutes, he still found a way to ruin it and disrespect <laughs> everyone in sight, including the Bachelorette herself. So Carl being economical in his scumbagginess this episode, he still gets my thorn because he sucks. Thomas stinks, but somehow Carl is still the worst person on this season hands down I, I hate him i hate him so much I if i pass him in the street i wouldn't i wouldn't give him eye contact he doesn't deserve that would you punch him because you better watch out he's quite the shadow boxer no i wouldn't waste my energy on that he doesn't I, deserve he doesn't deserve the energy i was hoping that something happened because trey was talking a big game about letting carl have it if he he got eliminated that's the only thing I remember about Trey in this episode, but he was going to kick Carl's. Yeah. Good. I'd pay to see that. Trey probably could. Yeah. The best, the best thing to do is anytime there's a villain who gets eliminated is to go to their Instagram directly after and kind of see what the mix up is of comments on their photos. And the, if you support Carl, seek help. You're, you're a lost soul. And I'm sorry. All right. Now it's time to get our final four in and you're not going to like my first one. I'm going to go with Aaron. Like I said, really one eight. I like Aaron. I I think that, like you said, he might not he, he might not win, but she has to respect the fact that he's standing up and and looking out for her and appears to be somebody that's trying to weed out all of the bad bad apples out of the whole group. And there has to be some respect for that because he's at least speaking up uh, and leading that group and leading the charge whenever somebody that needs to go home does go home. Michael. For obvious reasons, Greg is that the 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 favorite from yeah. the get go. He yes. he was he was very non-existent in this episode, so I wasn't sure if Greg was still still around. I want you wonder if this is the point where Greg starts to coast a little too much. Yeah, you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta keep grinding. And I my my fourth one, and this is really sad. This is it's a couple days removed when I did my notes, and I went with Justin. And for the life of me, I don't know why. 
is it is it literally just because you selfishly want to see him continue to make faces the rest of this as 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 far as humanly possible this season? I 100% know why. It's all for the faces. It, it was yes. the most entertaining part of social media was the memes and TikTok. And I'm whatever. shocked you yeah. took Connor B out. I mean, Connor B is a powerhouse right now. I know Connor. I, I'm telling you, he just, there's something about him. I don't, I did take him out. He seems uh, very he, genuine. I will say he has, he has grown on me. His wardrobe stinks. Yeah. But he does seem to genuinely enjoy time with Katie. I will say honorable mention number one, definitely Connor B without a doubt. If I, and you, I, you, you make, you bring up great points on Aaron, but I, I'm going to slip him in there because he's looking out for the best interest of Katie right now. Listen, I appreciate where you're coming from, and I, I like that you're trying to understand this. I'm just telling you it's going to be wrong, but I appreciate <laughs> it regardless. It's going to be 100% wrong. I've seen this story play out too many times. Katie was this thing. Katie was too busy playing mediator in the house, and she never built a strong relationship with Matt, and she eventually got sent home. She'll be a fan favorite. There's a difference between the, uh, the fan favorite because they're a good person mm-hmm. and the person who connects with the Bachelor Bachelorette. I just need um, a Final Four spot. That's all I need. I didn't yeah. say a winner. Okay, so I'm going to go with Connor B. I mean, like I said, still a powerhouse. Greg, Michael, those ones won't really change. And this, this is going to frustrate people. I think Thomas might make a run. Uh, why? I really, th- I really think she's buying what he's selling. I could see it just from the standpoint that she wanted Carl to stick around. So I guess she, she's got to have one. Because my thing is, what have you seen from, from her in terms of, I mean, when, she, when they interact, like she seems like smitten by him. Which makes no sense because he doesn't really say anything at all. Which, which is why it can hurt guys like Hunter. Because the guy, other guy I was thinking about putting in was Hunter, but I think it can really hurt guys like Hunter and Aaron. Because I could definitely, and just in terms of the, if you're if you're just basing it on the preview, it seems like the frustration continues to build and build and build around Thomas, and maybe that could be because he continues to advance so far that people don't understand it and start to question themselves and their relationships with Katie. I think he he could be a real wrench in this season, but I think he could make a run. I don't want him to, but I'm preparing mentally for the worst. Also, before we go, I want to address the worst trend that continues in Bachelor, Bachelorette world right now, which is bringing back a contestant randomly in the middle of the season who participated on a previous season. They're going to do it again with the with Blake, and I think it's the most disgusting, garbage, lazy idea you can possibly come up with they did it with heather last year with matt she lasted a whole 45 seconds in tv time before she was bullied out by the girls and i don't see anything being different but yet they're going to continue to do this and we're gonna, we as a nation are going to get dumber and less i don't know i don't even know the word i'm disgusted by it i was i'm glad you addressed that because i was going to bring that up i did like the way they teased it just because i was jealous of his hair more than anything he does have good hair but the the whole idea is just it's 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 just unnecessary i don't see the point in it it might be unnecessary eric but we will be there you'll watch it i'll watch reaction on social media i'll watch it and i'll hate it but i will watch it well one thing we ask you guys to do Listen to this. Don't hate it. Love it. Subscribe, follow, rate, all that jazz. We're on like every single place you can basically find a podcast. So do us a favor. Honestly, I don't know how we swindled our way into this. I, I have no clue either, but we thank all the people at Spotify, Anchor, 
Apple Podcasts, you name it. Uh, and whether you like it or not, we will be back next week. You've been listening to Batch Bros, Respect the Rose, Episode 3. Again, one guy that knows way too much about the show, Eric. One guy that knows absolutely nothing. Learning along the way, though. Yeah, That's exciting. Not anymore. Yep, David. But one thing we both do, Eric, what do we do? We respect the Rose. We respect the Rose. 